Hello folks, what's crackalacking? We're a day late with this um impromptu podcast, but we hear we hear bom dia, boa tarde, boa noite, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever wherever in the world it is that you are while listening to this episode of Rooted Strength Method, the podcast with your girl Morena, me. And we're gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about? We're going to talk about a little bit of um, life experiences that I've had and how I was consistently told not to train martial arts because I'm a girl. (laughs) Now, if you're a woman relating to this and you've been in martial arts and you were able to stay consistent, right, through life and opinions and you're still here, I admire you. You're amazing. You're amazing. If you're a beginner and you just started practicing, you're amazing too. But let's let's say let's talk real talk, okay? I am right now 40 years old. I'm going to put all these dates out. I'm 40 years old. I was born in 1983. I began practicing karate at the age of 12. From there, I moved on to let me see from karate, I went to kickboxing. I did uh, kung fu. I did kung fu people. I did taekwondo. I did um Muay Thai, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, Capoeira, of course. Capoeira is my baby. Um, I did I did all these arts, and this was back in the day when I began. So let's say 1996. 1996, okay? Mind you, we have a progressive mindset coming in now, and we're at a moment where women are just taking their places and spaces, and we're like, you know, we're not apologizing for it. This is what we want. Um, But this is not about competition. It has never been about competition between men and women. And sometimes people get that twisted, you know, that women want to be more than men and men need to be because all we know is, you know, hierarchy and rules and structures and who's the boss of who. And we do live in what is a competitive environment between men and women where there shouldn't be competition because we think differently. We bring different things to the table. So therefore, everyone has their place. I really believe everyone has their place. And if we honor each other, then we can flourish so much more as a community. But when I was little and I decided to practice martial arts, it was because I was getting beat up all the time, okay? I lived in New York. And I've said this story way in the beginning. I lived in New York. Um, When I came to the States from Brazil, I'm Brazilian from Belém do Pará. If you don't know where that is, if you go right up to the Amazon and you go a little bit to the right, that's where I'm at right there. Belém do Pará. Pará is the name of the state. It's a huge state. Um, And in my culture, especially because I'm Brazilian, you know, there's there's a lot about the woman's place and the man's place. What the woman can do, what the man can do. If you think about it, our country is amazing. There is still no support for women's soccer in Brazil. I'm going to let you guys know that as a Brazilian, okay? The U.S. women's team gets so much support and it's so beautiful to watch. And obviously, there's still those, there's still that variation and problem between sexes there too at a different level. But in Brazil, it's kind of like, you know, if you play ball, same thing if you do martial arts, then you are what they call mulher macho. What does that mean? That's a man woman. (laughs) So it it was very interesting to be in martial arts, being a woman, 
clearly knowing that I was a woman or at the time a girl, of course, and knowing that I wanted to get in there to empower myself because it was very scary to spend life thinking that I can get beat up at any moment. Okay, my reality was one where I didn't take the bus um, home. I walked to school. And when I moved to Florida, I already got beat up. Some girl, I can't forget her name. Some girl named Soraya, some Puerto Rican girl, really, really disliked me. She was humongous. And she was always after me to fight me. And I could never understand why. But I was targeted consistently and constantly, right? And it's weird how bullies... I'm not going to say bullies are mean people. I think bullies are people who are suffering. I really, really do from the bottom of my heart think that if you go out of your way to make someone else suffer is because you are suffering yourself and that's a way of release and instant gratification, instant satisf satisfaction within yourself, but not really because they're a mean person, especially not at that age. It's more about what they're going through and their release of that emotion because we don't have, as humans, our emotional resilience skills are failing the more and more we get stuck on these patterns of spending our whole day being with electronics and doing what you know the media is doing, we forget how to assess our inwards, our inside, and learn how to self-regulate through these situations of life. So I don't hate none of my bullies, but I can't forget Soraya because she was probably like the biggest person I've ever fought in my life at that age, I mean. <laughs> but she, I remember I'm like, wow, she's bigger than some adults, you know? Um, I got beat up there. Uh, I think I got bullied by a couple of different people there. And again, people know easy targets. Bullies, they're not going to mess with another bully. They're not going to do that. Right? They're not. They're going to go against someone who looks like they're frail and looks like they're not going to respond in a way that's going to scare them. Because th why do they bully? They bully in order for them to feel better about themselves. They bully in order for them to get some kind of a sense of power. So bullying someone who's already powerful doesn't give you a sense of power because maybe that other person will overpower you. Do you know what I mean? So then I moved to upstate New York and in upstate New York, I went through a very different reality where I was the only Brazilian in the whole school. And mind you, the school was joined. It's one of those, it, it was a, Ellenville was a villa, village. It wasn't really a city, it was small. So the schools were all like together, one huge building going across. And then you had your, you know, kindergarten, pre-K, first grade, second grade, all the elementary, and then all the um, junior high and high school. Basically, we can fluctuate from one building to the other if we wanted to, which was mostly not permitted, but you know, people find ways. So I was the only girl, and back in the day, uh, let's see what was playing. TLC was playing, you know, like the back in the day TLC. Um, and the fashion in New York was baggy pants and the, the crop top shirts. Remember the boxer showing the brown lipsticks, blah, 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 blah. And I came in with my Brazilian um, tight pants. We've always worn tight pants in Brazil. Like it started here way after, but we've always worn tight pants. And when I came, I remember the first time I got beat up in school was because my pants were too tight. This is the reason why I got beat up. This is what my bullies found to incriminate me, was that my pants were too tight. But really what was happening is I, st I started going through puberty and um, I was 
tomboyish didn't get much attention from anyone i was considered like the ugly duckling of the family and suddenly i had this body right and it happens to a lot of us women we know i had this body and it called a lot of attention of you know people my age people who are older uh, and it was really a scary place to be right and also if you're going through all of this and you're getting beat up all the time and i did have a very tough childhood even being in brazil um you know really young i already knew how to cook how to clean how to take care of my brother how to take care of a household how to take a bus on my own right and then before that i was born as a very sick child so the body you see me moving with it's like my pride and joy because i had really bad scoliosis really bad bird's chest um a really bad immune system so i was very sick and my body was very weak for the longest and consistently exercising really healed the human that i was but i didn't know how to deal with people in that sense because you know you you don't get bullied out of the blue like that or at least i hadn't gotten bullied out of the blue like that in brazil so this was all very new to me i didn't know what to do i knew that i was followed to my house i was followed to my classes i was jumped a lot now if you lived in the hood you understand what jumped is like jumped like kicks to the gut being on the floor being jumped and i didn't know how to retaliate i didn't know how to, to be mean i didn't really know how to speak english i didn't know i didn't know how to protect myself and my mother was one of those old school parents who replicated what she saw and what she lived through her life and her answers would always be you know would you much rather get beat up, beat up by me or by someone at school obviously someone at school every time so i would still go to school I stopped eating. I stopped leaving the house. I stopped talking to people. I was isolated. I had so many thoughts of you know, ending my life or that I wasn't worth it, all these things. And when I started getting into martial arts, I told her I was like, you know, you should put me in karate. And then it was weird when I trained it and a lot of you can probably relate to this. It was just it felt so good. It felt so good to learn how to hit something even to physically hit anything right i was hitting pads and we also had sparring sessions but i was hitting pads and i was learning how to use my power learning how to hone my skill to defend myself which i used consistently because i was always getting targeted because i was the only brazilian at the school why was i targeted because i was different because i was different and unfortunately that's something our society does Um as time went by, we ended up having to move there. Those of you that listened to episodes before where I talk about my childhood, I was getting bullied so bad. I was going to night school. I couldn't leave the house. It was just really, really bad. I was very, very bullied. And my parents had to move from one state to another, but basically they didn't even let me know we were moving. They just told us to pack the car and we bounced. We bounced towards Massachusetts. Um in Massachusetts, um you know, again, people mess with people that can't retaliate but by that point all i knew how to do was retaliate i was always angry i was always defensive and i was always ready to fight because that's how it was in the hood they'd be like oh i want to fight you what the 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 they start you know doing the chest and getting all up in your space and in your face it would be the moment where i drop my bag and i'd be like do you want to do this right now or after school because that's what i was used to. But Massachusetts wasn't quite that environment, but then not easy either being a teenager 
is not easy. It's not easy, right? Growing up and understanding to be the human that you're supposed to be or who you truly are inside is not easy. Because um, everyone is quick to take away your power. But not everyone will be there to empower you, right? So when I started practicing martial arts and I wanted to practice it, um, that I fell in love with it, it came from Capoeira and I used to always train at Dragon Lairs. So I trained some MMA, some boxing. I wanted to learn how to defend myself because I was tired of being, you know, frail and hurt and consistently targeted and being afraid for my life all the time. It was just such a weird thing, you know? So... When I started to train, I fell in love. And before I trained martial arts, I used to play soccer. And even when I played soccer, I played soccer with a lot of boys, right? And my mother would always come to the soccer field, carry me out by my ear and tell me how I'm not supposed to be hanging out with boys. Why are you hanging out with all boys? You're not supposed to be with all boys. But I think really what happens is people already kind of um, taint a opposing sex relationship because of their own precognitive thinking that has nothing to do with what reality is. It has nothing to do with what reality is. Why can't I be friends with a guy, true friends? Why must there be something, you know, above and beyond? It all depends how I want to direct that situation. And I am conscious of that nowadays. But it was a lot of that. When I began martial arts, my mother really hated it. She didn't like it. Plenty of my family told me that um, this was for boys. Mind you, my mother trained martial arts when she was little. So she probably went through the same situation where her parents were telling her the same things. And how can you not replicate if that's how, how we learn how to deal with our environments is by replicating behavior. What we see gives us an opportunity to understand what's possible. And that was the only possibility she saw. Um, and I began training. After there, we went to, um, I trained in Massachusetts. I found Capoeira. And then I found the MMA gym. And then I found the Kung Fu gym. Or I found the kickboxing in the Kung Fu gym first. And then I gravitated towards MMA and Jiu-Jitsu, which became, you know, my lifelong practices and still are to this day. And I was always hearing how I wasn't supposed to be there. I was always hearing how this wasn't for girls. I was always hearing how girls were supposed to act, about what was proper, what was not proper. And then as you get older in martial arts, right, you realize that there is no support for women. I'm not saying that because people are being mean and the men hate us. Blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying because of this um, imaginary view, imaginary, uh, system <laughs> that people, oh yeah, they made up this thing, right? About the fact that women are only supposed to do a couple of things and men are supposed to do other things. I'm not saying there's no difference between male and female. I'd be ignorant for saying that because there is a huge difference, right? My view of the world is emotional. I am a nurturer. I am a mother. I am a daughter, right? I am a sister. Um, I am so many things and it is different the way I view the world and what I have to give to it, right? And even my view on technique and how to move and things to do and the capabilities, it's all, all different because my body is even built different, right? 
But in terms of a martial art being only for men, or when capoeira began, it was only for men, right? We've been living in this patriarchy for so long that we think that having a woman in the environment sometimes makes it less than, or sometimes they can't make it, or sometimes, but really what happens to most women is they get so overwhelmed by the environment and by the lack of understanding that it gets embarrassing sometimes to to be a woman in these environments. Why? Because if I'm going through emotional turmoil in my life, maybe I'm going to be shedding a tear or two on the mats because I'm a woman and I feel and things are different for me. I'm not saying that men don't feel. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying, it's, it's different emotional patterns. It's different emotional sensitivity. It's just different. But when I got into martial arts, I was just told I wasn't meant to be there. I wasn't meant to be there. This is not for girls. But it was inevitable that I would really always um, surprise my trainers. And my trainers would be like, wow, you're so talented. And I would be like, really? You know? And instead, I fought for this world a lot. I fought for my place. I fought to be there. I fought through my mother not allowing me to train. I fought through my mother sending me to church camps in order for me to understand how I was doing the <laughs> work of the devil. Um, back in the day, that was her perception because that's all she had. You know, nowadays she goes to a church that actually educated her that I'm doing something great. And martial arts is a great means for change and empowerment. It is a tool to help people better themselves because I live my life as a martial artist, the decisions I make, the way I relate to the world, everything to me is martial arts. There is no aspect of my life that does not relate to martial arts some way or somehow, right? It teaches me emotional resilience. It teaches me how to be humble. It teaches me how to work in cooperation with others. It teaches me how to excel through obstacles, through difficult moments, because you, we go through that as martial artists. We get good, we plateau sometimes, and sometimes we even feel like we took a couple of steps backwards, but really that's because our partners are taking steps forward. Um, so this happened for the longest. She would not accept it. My mother only began accepting martial arts after my brothers started training. And it's sad to say that, but this is my reality. This is what happens. So my whole life, I'm told, you know, even by my own teammates that girls are not supposed to be that tough. Girls are not supposed to go that hard. Girls are. So there's always a limitation to what I could do because I am a woman. It's a perceived limitation. Don't get me wrong. I study the body. I understand that the muscles are not built the same, but neither are their brains, my people. Neither are their brains, okay? So if you're thinking about a woman that's training martial arts to defend herself going to the street against a human that doesn't train anything, that's a huge difference. Huge difference. If you're talking about a woman who consistently hones her art, dedicates herself, and is very cerebral about her process and her moment being in the martial arts world and her learning and her patterns, come on now. Come on now. Knowledge is power. Doesn't matter who you give it to. Doesn't matter who you give it to. It can be used for so much more. So throughout these years, I was told all these things. And also, as I started growing up in the arts, I noticed that not a lot of women aged in it. There weren't that many 
masters, that many teachers. There weren't women I can learn from. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, no shit. The reason why there are women I can't learn from is because there, there aren't women staying in the arts. Why? Because we are taught to care. The more we care, the more we do, the more we are of service, then the more valuable we are, which is not true. We need to be at service of ourselves as well, because if we don't care for ourselves, we can't care for others. You can't give people water to drink from a cup that's empty. It does not happen that way. But our perception is that the woman needs to be in the household doing absolutely everything, absolutely everything that's in the house. And that's still like she's doing nothing, right? Oh, you've been home all day. You try being home all day, doing the laundry, cooking, doing the dishes, organizing the house, taking care of the kids. Uh-huh. You try being home all day and then you tell me that it's not a full-time job. It's a full-time job. And then if you're trying to live your life as a professional, um, then it's kind of like, oh, how can you be a professional if you've got this full-time job, you know? And, and it's hard. And most of us balance it all without complaints, you know? But I'm not asking to complain. I'm not asking for you to hear me complaining. I'm just letting you guys know that this is a discrepancy in in thinking, in um, the way we operate. It's not correct, right? Women need to be in the martial arts world. You want kids in the martial arts world. You want students, okay? You're a graduate. You have a gym. You want students. You're not going to care if it's male or female. You're going to want to care mostly about the numbers. Let's say that if you're looking at it from a financial standpoint. So you're there taking classes to specialize in the man and to specialize in the child. But yo, why don't you specialize in the woman? Because it's not common. So I decided to become a leader. I decided to make a difference. I decided to change it and constantly... Um, I am living my life empowering other women to do the same, letting them know how powerful they are. Because aside from all of that, we were also taught to compete. Like, I'm not worth anything unless I'm the best woman in the room. I grew up with that mindset. But now I understand that it's also a problem. It's a problem to us as a society. Because women are so much stronger if we're in sisterhood. If we are understanding, because I can't. I can't tell a man about what I'm going through. I can. I can. There are a lot of my brothers um, and my husband who's amazing. I'm talking about my brothers as the people who train with me who are out there who are in the arts. They might be able to relate, to understand the situation or to, you know, feel sympathy for the situation. But real understanding is only going to come from another woman. True understanding is only going to come from another woman. But if you're told you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, then you believe you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. What happens most of the time with women who come in to train BJJ or MMA or Capoeira, they don't believe in their power. But women are so powerful. Women are amazing, powerful, nurturers. We need to have the whole community in the system in order for us to grow as a martial art. So I'm not here rapping for the man, rapping for the woman, rapping for the child. I'm here rapping for the art, for Brazilian jiu-jitsu, for capoeira, for MMA, for boxing, for whatever martial art that you may practice. You want polarity. You want different kinds of people there. You want it because we have different kinds of people in the world. 
And if we're all together, we honor each other, then we can make these environments, environments that are understanding to women. And most of all, the changes that they go through in their life and the difficulties that they go through in order to stay in the art. It's much easier for a woman to stop training martial arts because her man needs that time than the man to stop training martial arts because the woman needs that time. Because being a caregiver means that you have so much more on your plate. And movement and a martial art can empower you as it's never empowered you before, as nothing has ever empowered you before. So I'm here as a leader who's been in this martial arts, in this martial arts world for a long time. And I am so, so happy that I went through that struggle. But I realize how hard it is. I'm not going to stay here and be like, oh, it's so easy. It's not. And I am underestimated like all the damn time. I am underestimated all the time. It is my reality. My reality. My reality is being on the mats or being even in a capoeira event and having people tell me that they, they went easy on me to make sure they, did, they didn't hurt me. And it's okay. It's not my fault that they are ignorant to my skill. And it's certainly not my fault that they feel the need to tell me this in order for them to feel bigger than they are. It's not my fault. I feel amazing. I feel huge. I know my skills. I've put them to practice. Martial arts took me around the world. I've taught in so many places around the world. And I got to have this as my profession, right? I'm 40 years old. I'm pregnant with my third child at this moment. And I'm still teaching. This is my profession. And I'm purposely going out to events and teaching. Why? Because... When you're a woman and you get pregnant, it's as if you're just put out. You're like, oh, forget it. She's pregnant. She's done. But this is, this is a life cycle. This is how people come into the world. Put that in your mind, people. This is how people come into the world. Unless you're cloned, <laughs> then you came through the woman. You came. That's the only means of transportation. That's the only way you get from the beyond to this world. Go from the beyond to this world in a woman. Why are you not going to respect her and honor her? She should be respected and honored. Women are the reason why we have people in the world. Think about that. Let that sink in for a moment. Oh, she's trying to be a feminist to tell me that I have to do everything for women and women are going to be the boss. No, man. Women just want to feel worthy because our worth sometimes gets put on such dumb things for a lack of a better word at this moment your worth is about how good you can look or your worth is about how good you can cook or your worth is about how much you can care for others or your worth is about how well you manage your emotions because if you're a woman and you're outspoken like i am then you're too loud, you're too obnoxious, you're out of control. If you're a woman that can go hand-to-hand hand hand with a man in the martial arts, ooh, she's violent. That happens a lot. But you know what I'm seeing? What I'm seeing is by being out there and leading by example, that shift is happening. It's happening. I have so many brothers in the martial arts world that honor me as an equal not because they're smaller than me and I can overpower them 
But just because when we're in martial arts, it makes us all equal. Because it's all about how much effort you're putting in to your own growth. If you're there, they're there together day by day, going through the obstacles, understanding, remaining, showing your love for the art, right? Each one's contribution is different. Not everyone is an amazing athlete. Like not everyone is an amazing musician in Capoeira. Like not everyone. There's so many different things, right? And at this moment, I work very hard in order to help female leadership rise in the ranks because we need more women. We need equality because I am a woman. I'm going to look at a man doing his thing and I'm going to admire him. But he's not going to make me want to be like him. I look to women, right? And then as I started growing as a, an authority in martial arts, it was almost like I can only be good at martial arts if I was a manly woman. And I'm definitely not manly. I really enjoy being a woman. I like my hair. I like my swag. I like the swing of my hips. I like the way I can brighten up a room with a smile and with my sensitivity. I like the way I can nurture a human better than a lot of people because of my view of the world as a woman and as a mother. Being a mother has helped me be more in touch with myself and with other people and therefore understanding other students more even so, right? Being a woman gives me so many advantages over the world, but growing up in martial arts, I hated being a woman. I wanted to be a man so bad. So I'm like, oh my God, if I was a man. Have you thought about that, ladies, if you're listening? Have you thought about that? Oh, if I was a man, I could do this, this, and that. No one would even care. It's true, unfortunately. It's not misplaced. And I thought of that too, how I wanted to be a man, how I wanted not to have responsibilities, how, you know, it's hard. Because right now, we're doing a lot of things, my husband and I as well. And um, we just opened up our own gym. If you want to know about it more, you can go to www.vacabjjmma.com. Please, the schedule there is not reflecting our current schedule, but you can send a message to watch out for us. We have a brand new location. And we're so excited for that. Um, but I'm pregnant right now. I'm seven months pregnant. And being a woman that is pregnant, I also have to understand that I'm going to go, to go through a very difficult postpartum. I'm not saying because my postpartum will be difficult. I'm saying it because postpartum is difficult. Your hormones are all over the place. You're reconstructing the human that you are while caring for someone who needs you 24-7. I'm a breastfeeding mom. I'm an on-demand breastfeeding mom, which means that I'm going to be there probably hanging with my baby on my tit the whole time. I'm sorry if you didn't want to hear that, but that's the truth. Why? Because this is the best thing I can do for my child. Best thing I can do for my child is to nurture my child, to give it body to body, to give it love and attention. So you realize that as a martial artist for the first six months, right? The first year is hard, but the first six months is especially hard and everything is going to be towards the child. And then if you're thinking that as a martial artist, your job relies on physical capabilities, it's not going to be the same. Where I'm going to tell you that through pregnancy, I'm, I'm the same as prior. That's not true. I have a whole different rhythm now through pregnancy. Mind you, I feel extremely grateful 
to be able to move as good as I move, and I'm already in my third trimester, that's only because I continue to move. And then people still want to tell me what to do during this time. Even women have a perception that this is a frail time in life. No, it is a time to slow down. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a time to reflect. Your body will ask you to. I can't work 100% effort. I need to keep things towards, you know, 60%, 70%. I can reach 80 sometimes here and there, but I need to keep it low or else my recovery is not the same. There are also many changes that happen because if you defined yourself by the way you looked, then your body is growing. You're getting larger. If you define yourself by your perfection, then maybe you're going to get stretch marks. Maybe your skin's going to get saggy. Maybe you're going to change completely as a human. You're going to change. And those changes are not necessarily looked at as positive by women in their point of view. Like it wasn't looked as positive by me in my point of view. This is the very first pregnancy where I'm like, I'm amazing. I look amazing. I feel amazing. I'm going to continue to be amazing. But this is, this is called maturity and personal growth. This is why I'm here. So really, it's more about how can I go through this moment and understand how to voice my concerns, right? I'm coming back to train. Um, then most likely I'm going to have a lot of incontinence. It gets hard, especially after your third child, if you're not doing pelvic floor work. And also a lot of men are not apt to lead women through pregnancy at training. So they just go to the woman, no, take it easy. You shouldn't do anything. But then we forget that, you know, birth is a marathon. So how can you run a marathon if you're not training for it? I'm just saying. So I think that right now as a society, we need to get together and understand these physical changes, these hormonal changes, these changes in perception, right? Um, we look at the world differently and we are valuable, valuable, excuse me, to the world, to the martial arts community, especially if we all came together to support each other. Because a woman should not be raising a child all by herself and doing everything alone. I've done that. And it sucks. Have you heard it takes a village to raise a child? Yes, it takes a village. So you need to be willing to help. We need to be willing to help as a community, as a society. But also the woman needs to be willing to be vulnerable enough to talk about these problems because it's very hard to educate people at all if you're shy about it, right? Um, so I hope that in the future I'm able to clarify this for a lot more people. But if another woman or a little girl sees a woman going through these, these uh, changes in her life while still staying in the arts, being supported by her community, holy crap, what kind of world would that be like? She would know that she's capable of these things. She would know that this is normal and she would be supported. She would know, she would know that she's welcome in the martial arts world. Okay. So I leave you guys with uh, all of this food for thought. And I leave you guys with a job to help me out. Help me out. Okay. If you see someone that's there postpartum with their baby, know that it's hard. It's very hard. 
I've breastfed my children next to the mats. I have gone to events with my children there. I have all because I wanted to continue to train martial arts, because I wanted to continue to make the difference, because it really bothers me to see all these um, things that are against us, including ourselves, ladies. We tend to be against each other a lot. We tend to feel jealousy before we feel pride for one another. That's also misplaced and completely wrong. And it can be completely different. And it can be completely amazing. So telling a little girl that she's capable, telling a beginner that she's capable, honoring her, um, honoring her trajectory, understanding that she doesn't have to be like anyone else but herself. And that goes the same for men, women, children, other. It doesn't matter, right? How do we support people through their processes of life? if we're not willing to see their vulnerability in their difficult moments? How is it possible that we support our community to continue to train if the environment of a martial arts gym can be toxic to them and difficult and overwhelming due to all the uh, expectations versus, oh, I'm going there just for an escape valve, to relax, to be myself, to be with people who, who get me, who enjoy me, who enjoy the arts, community for the collective means we understand each other right same thing with children children need to be empowered have you seen how young kids have problems with self-confidence with like self-hate it starts really really young it's not right we can all make that difference if we come together so next time someone tells you oh you're a girl you're not supposed to be here you can just thank them for their opinion And the next time you have someone who honors you, that's what's up. You're here with me. That's what's up. Then you stick to them and you honor them because they're honoring you as well. So wishing this brought a lot of clarity to a lot of people, especially women, maybe our coaches, our teachers to help us to continue to stay. I'm getting ready for a lot of victories, but I'm also getting ready for, I don't want to call it a battle, but then I don't want to call it easy either because that's a complete lie. Oh, that's just what they do. I had my brother tell me that before. I had no time. I was in in emotional, physical, mental turmoil. And then he goes, yeah, but that's just what she's meant to do. She's a woman. Why? Why is it meant to be like that? Why can't there be any more understanding from the other parts in order to help me help myself? Right? The fact that I'm forgotten as a woman right after I give birth because the baby is just too damn cute, but I'm there suffering postpartum from lack of self-confidence, from having this body that feels wobbly and wiggly and not being able to honor it for all the work that it's been doing for like 10 months, right? Because it's not nine months. The pregnancy is like 10 months. And And I brought a life into the world. And this was done by my body. And if my body is soft and it's wiggly and jiggly and I have stretch marks everywhere, that's fine. Those are signs of the battle. And if I love my body and I thank it for all its efforts, that's good. It's going to respond to me. It's going to treat me amazing, right? The body is your lifelong um, consort. It is your best friend. You only get one. But it's very hard for us to honor ourselves and our bodies when we're told we're less than all the time. So if you don't have something to say that's nice to someone, 
I'm just letting you know you probably shouldn't open your mouth. <laughs> Try to be kind to people, man. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want that back? I'm just saying, wouldn't you want that back? So why not give it to people for free? <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to my rants. Um, and please have these conversations. It, it makes women feel so good to be seen, to be honored, to be heard, to have a voice. Like any human. Why would you give other humans less than what you want to be given to you? Dun, 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 dun. Well, guys, thank you so much. I'll see you again next week. And I am in the works now that I have a location to this podcast live on camera full of personality and faces. Um, so hopefully we're going to be, you know, graduating to that. Hopefully a home for rooted strength method soon. Hopefully a home for a capoeira group soon. I have all these things that I want to do. But most of all, I want to honor myself and all that my body is doing and all that it is capable of doing and all that I have pushed through in all these years and all that I have accomplished and all the change that I can make in the world by leading, by example. Because if people aren't making the change for me, then I'm just going to do it my own damn self. There. <laughs> you can go to www.rootedstrengthmethod.online to take a look at my work. If you want to see me on um, Instagram, the handle is at morena underscore rooted strength. Okay. If you want to shoot me an email, tell me an idea of something you want me to talk about. Or if you have a question, then you can find me um, at rooted strength method at gmail.com. Thank you for being all that in the bag of chips. You guys know that I do what I do for you and I wouldn't be able to do anything that I do unless you were here. <laughs> Peace out folks. Os. Ashe. Till next time. <laughs>